Good morning and welcome. Happy Tuesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. So many awesome articles up there each and every day. Ramon does a great job keeping that thing up to date. We got all the news to keep you all comfortably disturbed at allamericangold.com. We are a full-service precious metals, hard assets dealer, uh, gold, silver, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. We also deal in platinum and palladium, and every once in a while, some rhodium, uh, physical uh, hard asset IRAs. We do those, right? If you retired, uh, you left your job four, four, 401ks ago, uh, you want to put that in hard assets, we can help you there as well. No, you cannot keep it at your house. And I know what you're going to say to me. But online, I see that they say there's a loophole. There is no loophole. That is incorrect. Uh, if you've done it, I hope you don't get caught. I do. Uh, if you haven't done it but you're thinking about doing it, don't do it. Don't do it. I understand why you want to, but it's not legal. It's not worth it. Uh, we use uh, Gold Star Trust. Uh, they, they're out of Texas. All the gold get stored at the Delaware Depository. Uh, that's just where they store it. Uh, they charge the least amount of fees, but like anything else, right, you got to pay the fees. you got to pay the storage fees and all that. Uh, it's not a lot, but you got to pay them. And uh, if you want more information on that, give us a call. Wendy's done like a million of them in the 22 years uh, she's been working here. Don't forget about our medals program. Still running the 10% bonus. If you sign up, if you're a new customer, signing up onto our medals program, uh, we the first month, whatever you decide your monthly installment is going to be, you get a 10% bonus. Uh, remember, this is a program. It is the best program in the industry, bar none. You know, and and a little about that. And you know, and I I try. To not bring it up all the time, but we always have new people listening. We started this program because we wanted everybody to be able to afford to start putting hard assets away. I think another reason is I think the 401k is a huge ripoff. I just do. Them taking 2% or more of all of your money every year, year after year after year after year is an absolute ripoff. Right? For you to what? Check a box? It's going to cost you 2% every year? Not just of what you put in, of your whole balance. Uh, And the fact of the matter is, uh, and I know, hey, Wall Street's been good. Right, we've had a good ten years. Why not? Because you know the debt went from about five trillion to twenty-two trillion. I would think it'd do okay. Problem is, is it going to do okay when it goes from twenty-two trillion to fifty trillion? I wouldn't be so sure. 
But so many people now are independent contractors. You don't have a 401k. You're a small business owner now, essentially. So you don't even have the option. This is a great one. You know, a little fact here. They don't want you to know it. Every time they compare Wall Street to gold, do you notice how they go back 100 and 200 years to, to, to make their point? The problem is, going back that far, gold was the money. So you really can't compare the two until gold wasn't the money. Right? In other words, the a $20 gold piece, you know the ones that we sell, the pre-1933 $20 gold pieces, that was $20. It was the money. But ever since they closed the gold window in 1971, gold was $35 then. That was about $1,000. You know, they've done about the same. It's pretty incredible, really, when you think about it. But if you if you listen to all of these paper pusher guys, they'd have you believe gold's been the worst investment of all time. It's just not true. Here's the great thing about my metals program. There are no fees. None. The only thing, if, if, you, if we ship to you, because we have offices in Phoenix, we have offices in Colorado, you do have to pay a shipping fee, and, and we keep it tight. You know, the program, the minimum investment's $100. There's no maximum. But if you're at the low end, right, hey, I got 300 bucks here at the end of the, the quarter, we're not charging you $35 to ship. We're not. But there are no, there's no setup fee. What if you need to cancel? No fee. What if you had an, un, uh, uh, an unforeseen expense and, you hey, can you put it on hold for a month or two? There's no fee. Start it when you want. Cancel it when you want. Never a fee. Plus, now you get a 10% bonus, 800-951-0592. Remember, the minimum's 100. I know, I, I wish I could go lower. I just just doesn't work any lower than that. Uh, but I get it, right? We run special. You know, yesterday the special was $1,400. For a lot of people, I could go a whole year and not come up with $1,400. Hey, but I think I can carve out 100 bucks a month. I think I can do that. Get in the medals program. And here's the best part. I didn't even tell you the best part about it. At the end of every quarter, we wake one mass buy. So you're, you're not even paying full price. You're going to get a discounted price on everything we do in the medals program. 800-951-0592. When we get back, we're going to talk about Boeing and what those crashes may cost them when we return. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. The market's recovering today from yesterday's 600-point drop. It's early. It's early. I don't know. You know, the. it seems like uh, if the president sends a tweet, uh, anything could change at any moment, but right now the Dow's up 300 and gold's down six bucks. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that a little later. I want to tell you today, and hopefully I'll get to it, what's going to happen with the trade talks. So, of course, you know I've been telling you all along how it's going to work. 
I'm going to give you an update on how it's going to go uh, for the rest of the year. So that's coming up. But at first, I want to talk about Boeing. Okay, obviously, Boeing stock is taking a little bit of a beating. They have a problem. Their planes are, you know, that's the new airplanes grounded. Excuse me, I had a cough there. The new airplanes grounded. It appears that Boeing knew there was some kind of an issue. The FCC, who's in charge of, you know, commercial aircraft, uh, it, it just came out today, apparently, just took Boeing's word that, hey, no, you know, it, it, it's good. Yeah, we've we've tested all of it. No reason for you to look into it. It's okay. And that that's what allowed Boeing to be able to start selling the plane, right? You can't sell the plane until the FCC says, okay, you've met all the requirements. But, again, this is how it works for the big guys. It's not how it works for you and me. Could you imagine... Any government agency coming in and you telling them, hey, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, we. I've done it. You don't have to check. See how far you'd get. Right? But if you're Boeing or Amazon or Apple, that's how it works. Well, now they're worried that Boeing now is going to be sued. And actually, they're going to be. And this pertains to the two planes that crashed. Okay? They said that Boeing is very likely to pay an amount of money to the families who died in the the plane crashes. That is directly proportional. This was the part I found fascinating. To one grim measure. So if you're ever involved or know somebody that's involved in a major corporation that has an accident like Boeing had, just know that one of the big causes of how much of a settlement do you get will be how long the victims knew they were plunging to their deaths. So, if the people on the plane knew for five minutes that, yeah, we're going down. And I'm trying to think about, you know, I've I've flown in planes. You know, you're thinking about a plane taking off, and and these planes were in the air for, I think, eight to ten minutes. But, you know, you get up to 20,000, 30,000 feet pretty quick. And and from what I'm told, these planes were kind of like in a nosedive. Heading down to the, you know, down to the, well, you know where. I don't know how long that takes. But apparently the longer it took, the more money they're going to get. If it was instant, in other words, they didn't even know it was going to happen, then apparently you don't get very much. I, I don't know. That's that's what they're saying. They're saying the longer that the passengers knew will mean mo- the more money Boeing's going to have to pay. They're saying that 
Uh, right now, they think this is going to cost Boeing about a billion dollars. Could be more, but right now, they don't have all the, you know, and it only could be more is if they find out Boeing really knew everything, which I have a hard time believing they didn't, but maybe they didn't. But uh, right now, they're thinking a billion dollars. And, and, and again, did anybody get fired at Boeing? Has the CEO been replaced? Has the board been replaced? Of course not. You know, Boeing, these these planes cost, I think, like $100 million, maybe more, per plane. A billion dollars is nothing. Right? But the fact that, that they were in total neglect, right? Again, doesn't matter if they were, you know, because they're huge. They're Boeing. But I just thought that was interesting. What that has to do with gold, absolutely nothing. But I just thought the longer they knew, this is going to be a huge uh, deciding factor in the case. The longer Boeing knew will determine how much money the the victims, I, I shouldn't say the longer Boeing knew, the longer they knew they were going to go down, the more money they're going to get. So uh, if any way you're going to go down, make it last a long time and uh, you'll get more. U.S. farmers, and obviously I don't need to tell you, it's been a tough couple of years. China's announcement Monday on higher tariffs on billions of exports, particularly hard hitting the farm belt, China's consumer market, a vital source of revenue for U.S. farmers. Now China's saying, and and this is just the number that, that I saw, agricultural purchases from China down 82%. And this was before the tariff. And now they're saying things are getting grimmer by the day. A slowdown in soybean sales and huge Soybean stock, the price of soybeans fell, I don't know if it was an all-time record low yesterday, but it is the lowest price in decades. Uh, The president is trying to come up with a new program. So he's trying to come up with a program where we bail out the farmers, and I don't know what the solution is. Whatever we charge the Chinese in tariffs, I hope it's enough for what we need to give our farmers. I mean, I'm sitting there, everything I read, they're going out of business all over. I don't know, you know, it's hard to tell. But the the state's biggest impact were ones I, Ohio was number one. But Ohio, Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, right? So this is, you know, we're really looking into the heartland. And I only bring this up for one reason. What is the end game? What's going to happen? What is China thinking about as we enter into these, you know, I guess new rounds of negotiation? So here's where we stand right now. Yesterday, 
the president was giving a speech. And he was talking about the farmers and going to help the farmers and, and all of that. And in the speech, he said, we'll know in three or four weeks. And what he was referring to was there's a G20 meeting in the middle of June that he is going to see the Chinese president, right? I mean, G20, they're all going to be there. And Trump and the Chinese, Trump and Yi, they're going to have a meeting. Now, right now, we took the first $200 billion that we were hitting at 10% and made it 25 Right? We know China responded with their $60 billion. The president is working on the other 300 and some odd billion dollars. In other words, they have a, he wants every business, not, he doesn't care about what we think, to tell him, hey, what's going to happen? Right? One of the biggest, com- one of the biggest companies to be affected on the next round would be Apple. Okay? And I just use them as the example. They, they are by far the big. Right now, there is no tariff on Apple. We could all argue there should be. Right? If anybody could afford it, it's Apple. Of course, we know they'll just pass it on to you and I. He wants to have it ready to go before he gets to the G20. In other words, this is his leverage. Right? This is what he's going to use to try to entice the Chinese to reach a deal. And I, and I, I, I want to say that I think the president is going to continue to say nice things. Oh, yes, big fan, big fan of the Chinese president. I think he'll say that every week. Oh, I really like the guy. And I hope they make a deal. And he's going to talk positively about a deal. Here's what I think is going to happen. He's going to go to that meeting. He's going to have this other 300 and some odd billion dollars worth of stuff ready. I think we're going to get a replay. They're going to meet. The President Trump's going to say it was a good meeting. Nothing's going to happen at the G20. There's not, there's not going to be a deal there. But I think what he'll say, I think, that he's going to hold off on the next 300 and some billion. Now, keep in mind, listen, I don't know Chinese. I, I haven't spoken to anybody from China, more or less anybody that's actually talking to the United States. I don't have President Trump's phone number. I don't know Larry Kudlow or Steve Mnuchin. I don't know Lighthouser. I don't know any of these people. This is just me using my common sense. China will continue 
to be a passive player. They're going to be very receptive. They are. Yeah, working. Yep. It's concerning. Yeah, I mean, look at the numbers here. You know, you've got like five, six hundred billion, and when we got like sixty. Yeah, I, I, we we yeah. There's a problem. Yeah, we we want to find a way forward. Yeah, we don't like these tariffs. Yeah, can we, let's let's work on. It. Let's keep talking. And the president will will say, "Hey, we're going to keep talking." Remember, this is what happened the last time around. The tariffs were supposed to go to twenty five percent last year, but the whole keep talking. And I think this is going to last all summer long. June, July, August, September, October. Who knows? Maybe they'll they'll call, well, you know, Chris, it's too close to Christmas. We'll wait until January 1st. I'm going to hit them. And in the meantime, I think the Chinese are hoping... A couple of these states we talked about may decide they want a new president. And there's never going to be a trade deal. Patreon Radio News Hour, we'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, a constitutional attorney and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Radical Islam is a very real threat to American lives. For nearly two decades, Americans have had a very personal stake in the fight to preserve freedom. Yet we must constantly be on guard for attacks from this dangerous ideology, radical Islam. I'm not talking about guns, bombs, and airplanes. Radical Islamic ideology constantly attacks Americans by trying to convert our vulnerable young people to their murderous mentality. That is what happened just a few years ago when a young woman named Hoda Mathana sent dangerous, vitriolic tweets from war-torn Syria. Hoda was raised in America, but not an American citizen, which made her the perfect puppet for ISIS to say things like, Americans, wake up, go on drive-bys and spill all of their blood, or rent a big truck and drive all over them, kill them. She said all of that. When Hoda wrote those tweets, she was with her second husband, who was an ISIS fighter. She witnessed dead bodies lying about in Syrian streets where ISIS had murdered them. She observed ISIS fighters severing heads and planting them on poles in order to terrify the opponents of ISIS. This was no innocent victim, this woman. Yet just a few years later, Hoda finds herself in a Kurdish refugee camp begging to be brought back to the United States. Life is hard in the refugee camp where women are punished if they step outside their tent without wearing a hijab or burqa. All of this might explain why Hoda has suddenly changed her murderous tunes to say, I prefer America to anywhere else. It amazes me that anyone would actually be suggesting that we let this woman back into our nation. But the left never ceases to amaze. Why can't they see past their identity politics and talking points and see that this woman actively called for American Muslims to start a murderous jihad here in America? I would call her a traitor to her country, but that would imply that she was ever an American to begin with. No non-citizen like Hoda Mathana has any legal claim to be an American citizen. It's people like her who make the strongest case for why we should have strong border security to protect all Americans 
from any threat. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Do you like what you see at the Trump White House? Will President Trump continue to advance conservative ideals? At phyllisschlafly.com, you gain complete access to Phyllis Schlafly Eagles news updates and commentaries and can track our work on Capitol Hill. Go online often to phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. I've given you the dumbest guy in America's version of where the trade with China is headed. So the president's going to have his terrorists ready to go. He's going to have his threat. Him and the Chinese president will meet in June at the G20. And the president's going to tell you what a great guy he is. Such a good guy. I really like him. But he's got to make a deal. And they'll tell you that the talks were constructive and they're going to keep keep negotiating. And this is going to go on for a number of months. And remember what I said about the farmers. The president's trying to figure out a way, right, to have them not all lose their farms. Why is it important? Think about the election. I know we don't want to. Man, I don't want to. But remember now, we're trying to understand where the Chinese are coming from. And you see, here in America, here you know what our problem is? Time. And what I mean by that is really simple. We have to have everything right now. Which is, you know, Wall Street is so distorted. America's distorted now. All the debt markets are distorted. Because we think of time in very, very short increments. Right? Well, we, we can't sit by and... And let America have bad times for like a year or two. That's not good. We got to try to fix it right now. And I hear all of these guys, even people that I like, because there's actually guys on the idiot box I actually like. And what they're telling you on TV is one of three things. They're ignorant. They're lying, right? Or they just truly don't understand the Chinese. In other words, they're they're looking at this from an American perspective, which is the wrong way to look at. So I, I, I know it makes sense to us. Hey, you're ripping us off. You're treating us badly. Knock it off. And we expect them to say, oh, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. So getting back to thinking about this election, you know, and I I think we talked about it on Eric's show. And it may have been last week, maybe the week before. But this is a country where 40-some-odd percent of people 
are going to vote for the Democrats. And 40-some-odd percent of people are going to vote for the Republican no matter what. Doesn't matter who the... Doesn't matter if it's Sleepy Joe. Doesn't matter if it's Bernie, Beto, the dude from Indiana. Doesn't matter. 40-something... 40-some-odd percent going to vote for a Democrat. Same with the Republican. There's only a small sliver that's going to vote one way or the other. Hey, I'm not sure. Trump needs the sliver to win. Right? Because I say, he's not going to win in New York. He's not winning in New York. He's not winning California. He's not winning Illinois, right? We know this. He's got to win Florida, right? He's got to win Ohio. He's got to win Pennsylvania, right? He's got to win Michigan. He's got to win these cities that it's a tiny sliver. And the Chinese are banking on what? They're banking on he doesn't win. Let's just say, though, you know what? Let's just say he wins. There's still no deal. Because China's like, okay, well, there's only four more years of him. Right? There's all, if Even if he wins. So think about 2019. They're going to stretch it out. They're going to try anyway. China's going to try to stretch it out. Notice how you haven't really heard anything bad from them. They don't really say anything. They don't say America's evil and this and that. They just try to say, hey, we'd like to, you know, we'd like to work it out. But the reality is they really don't want to do anything. And I, this is my personal belief. Five years is nothing to the Chinese. It's nothing. It's nothing. I mean, think about how many decades they went without being a part of the world. Five years is nothing. Five years in America is like a lifetime. Right? Nobody even wants to think about five years from today except for me. I don't even want to think about it, right? I, I already know. Five years from today, the debt's going to be over $30 trillion. I don't know how we're going to pay for it all. But that's nothing for them. I don't think they're going to do a thing. That's just my opinion. And hope they get somebody else. And And, and again, I think the other side of this, too, is what if we don't grow at 3%? What if it's uh, 2% or 1%? What if we're going into a recession? And I think that's what China sees. Hey, we don't know if Trump's going to win or not. 
doesn't really matter. I don't even know that that really matters. Like, you hear the people, oh, they're saying that it was Trump's fault because he wanted the Fed to cut rates by 1% and made the Chinese pause. Come on. They were never going to agree to that deal. Never. They're going to wait. And they're going to want what? A watered-down deal. Where we just say, okay, just start buying our stuff again and promise to buy a bunch more, right? That's the deal China can get behind. Hey, you want, hey I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll agree to buy 20% more stuff and let's just forget the whole thing. I don't know. I'm the dumbest guy in America, so who knows? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 So there you go. That's my spin. China's stalling. They don't care what the event is. They don't care if Trump wins or loses. They don't care if the, it's the economy slows down. They don't care if it's recession. They're waiting for leverage. Whatever that leverage may be. And again, and I say they don't care. I mean, the sooner the better as far as they're concerned, but they're going to wait. I mean, if you were China, isn't that what you would do? That's what I would do. (laughs) Right? I mean, think about it. Um, Let's see here. Hmm. How can I make this go on until America's not doing so good? So we'll see how Trump plays it. I would love it if he slapped the tariffs on him next month. I think that's the only way. The way for us, there's only one real one good way forward for us. Has to be quickly. Don't let them wait. Because if they wait, they're going to get a better deal. Then again, though, Trump's favorite thing, the stock market, is going to pay the price. So we'll have to wait and see. So there, there, there it is. I think that's really simple. And I'm listening to all these guys that are talking about, what is China going to do? They're not going to buy Apple products? They're not going to buy Starbucks? Yes! You know, I, I told the story. I haven't told the story in a really long time. My grandmother, my kid's great-grandmother, my dad's mom, Florence, Florence, she was a tough cookie. She really, really was. And she would have no problem yelling at me and my brothers for being bad kids, you know. And uh, when, when she was going to pass, we flew to Syracuse to see her. And remember, you guys know, born and raised in Syracuse. I love Syracuse sports. The Orange Men, that's who they were when I was growing up. I'm an Orange Men. They used to have the Indian as the mascot when I was a kid. By the way, Syracuse got politically correct way before everybody else is weird. But anyway, neither here nor there. We're talking about a lot of things. You know, when, when, when someone's 
going to pass. She, she had all of her faculties. She was 92, 93 years old, sharp as a tack. And we were sitting there, and she was in the, the, the hospital bed. And we're just killing time, talking about stuff. And she was a child of the Great Depression. And she was talking about how what it was like growing up then. And she, you know, you know, obviously, you know, I'm passionate about that stuff. And she talked about gold confiscation. She goes, totally remember. I was, and she, you know, she's like, yeah, I was, you know, almost a teenager. So back then, right, almost a teenager, you're plenty old. And, and she looked at me and she said, Joey, America was in trouble. And everybody wanted to help the country. Nobody, she in, in, in her old little circle of Italians, no one even really questioned it. The president came out on the radio and, and said that the country was in trouble and this is what they needed to do. And as an American, it was their duty to do it. And they gave it willingly. And I only say this because I believe this is where China's at. Country first. We're no longer there anymore, are we? Country first went away a long time ago. Really not that long ago. Uh, uh, supply side economics. Larry Kudlow. Right when we decided, let's start giving it all away. And I hear these guys on the TV act like the Chinese aren't going to rally around their country. They are. And I believe if the Chinese government says to them, don't buy things from American companies, they're not going to do it. And and and, and I, I I'm certain of it. And so when we watch all of these things play out, you got to look at it from the Chinese side of things. It's a different world. And I look at these guys, and they all say, "Say, oh, they 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 can't. We've got more ammo ammo than they do." So. We've got a less tolerance for pain than the Chinese do. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, hey, listen, they'll rally around. They'll do what they need to. But they're not going to agree to the deal that's being presented. There's no way. I just don't see it happening. Because there's no win in it for them. So we'll see. But this is why I don't I don't trust the market, I definitely don't trust the spin that's out there. You know, think about last week, what it was a week and a half ago. We're 95% at a deal. It's going to be done. And then the Chinese said, ah, 
throw it all in the garbage. Pizza Radio News Hour got an item. It's been a, it's been quite a while since we've run it. That's coming up next. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the Dow is up 300. So we'll take take half back on the, uh, I guess, on the President's News. Hey, you know, we're, we're, I got a good feeling. And gold is down five bucks at 1297. I've got a small item today. I've got 35. That's all there is. 35. $10 Indians. We haven't run, you know, running Indians is hard anymore. I, I remember back when uh, my father-in-law and Eric and I all first got to, Robbie was still here. I mean, we'd probably run Indians every month. $5 Indians, $10 Indians, $2.5 Indians. Now we're lucky if we run Indians two or three times a year. You just can't get them. Right? You get two here, five there. You know, four over there. I got thirty-five $10 Indians. And today, they're going to be the same price as a $10 lift. You always pay premiums on Indians. Always. So, seven oh five on $10 Indians today. You get a $10 Indian at no premium above a $10 Liberty at 800 951 Eric, you're just in time. I'm crashing. Voice is cracking. You know what? Once a guy gave me $10 to run over an Indian. Does that count? <laughs> Those are the words of Eric Cedarstrom. Do not reflect the values. Well, they used to be everywhere out here. So, no, I'm just kidding. You know, it's the Wild West. So, you know, the Indians are beautiful. Some of them are in cues. Which ones are in cues? You know, where the headdress. Those, those are the fives. The fives. The headdress goes in. So, that's they they thought they carried the bubonic plague years ago. So, you know this country's changing so fast, Joe. I'm going to talk about this. If you come over to khnc1360.com, follow me for the next couple of hours uh, online. You can listen right on your telephone, run it through your car on Bluetooth, whatever you want to do. That um, it's just we're losing such a, a major part of of this country. Another just breaking news: Tim Conway just passed away. At age 85, so he I mean Carol Burnett. Carol show. Burnett, the old, yeah. remember he'd play the yeah. old man. So, but he wasn't that old when he was playing no. that man. And Dorf goes fishing. <laughs> you know, it's just just brilliant, brilliant comedy. A lot of politically incorrect stuff with Harvey Corman and the rest of those guys. So, anyway, I just you know, it's uh, it's just sad. And Doris Day yesterday. Doris Day yesterday, so, yeah. So just kind of. You know they all come in groups like that, but it sure makes you feel. Uh, you start, I start to feel your age. You know when all that happens. I'm going to do uh, about. They can't even show old movies. Someone did an article, great article. They can't even show them anymore. I mean, John Wayne's in it. Can't show yeah, it. Yeah, it's just the political correctness in this country. Everything is just running amok. Thank God for uh, networks like this that you're allowed to be able to hear some semblance of yesterday. And maybe just a voice of reason in a world gone completely mad. I'm pretty sure that's why you're listening. Maybe just to ground you a little bit. You know, what uh, used to be mainstream is now considered far right. You know, what was normal? John Wayne. Normal. 
normal guy anymore? No, 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 no. No, it's, uh, that's yesterday. The new paradigm today is we're going to have, you know, we, they're trying to push for uh, LBGDQ president of the United States. So U.S. Indians, Joe's got them, 1-800-951-0592. Just go ahead, add to your portfolio and put a couple of them away, and you can sit there and go one little, two little, three little Indian. I'll be back on American Freedom Network next. <laughs> 